Life is full of questions. It's full of twists and turns and complex issues to try to figure out. The last thing you need when planning your financial future is to have the same kind of confusion and complications. You don't need more questions, you need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, your local investor coach in Jackson and the surrounding areas. Each week, you'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make. We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So, let's get to the show. It's time for The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Mark Killian here alongside with Nathan is always on the show as we talk about the world of investing finance and retirement. Nathan's a registered investment advisor, a chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave and wearing the ugliest Christmas sweater you have ever seen today <laughs> yeah. here on the show. No, I'm totally kidding. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I love when you uh, you throw something out like that. So I'm doing awesome because I caught one of the biggest brown trout I've ever caught in my life this past week. So yeah. it was a lot of fun. And you, where were you fishing again? I fished the Watauga River. That's it right. was it was nice, and the South Holston actually over in East Tennessee. It was really great, beautiful area. I don't know if you've uh, you've ever been over there, but I know you're past that a little bit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's a it's an awesome area. Really cool. Pretty. Well, yeah. So you uh, had, got you a biggin. I did. Caught you yes, a fish. Was, I caught a fish, it and it was nice. this big. <laughs> well, it grows. It grows by six inches every time I tell the story. Oh, you know, okay. Of course. Right, so yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so eventually, now it's be, up to like forty-eight inches long. Yeah, eventually thing, it'll be six feet. It was a. Six <laughs> it was foot. a whale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's right. Well, yeah. that's cool. Well, man. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. And thanks for being here as always. And happy yeah. holidays to you. Yeah. Same to you. Same to everyone listening. Also, I yeah. hope everyone has a great weekend and a, and a great Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good time of year. It's a lot of fun, and that's for sure. At least for most people. And and hopefully everyone does enjoy some time uh, uh, some decompression time if you will yeah, and some family right. time and all that good stuff yeah. and we're going to keep it kind of simple and loose and easy today here Nathan on the show but we do have some good comments we're going to get to some good things I want to talk about common money mistakes for the majority of the program here some just some basic things to think about as we roll into the new year places where people do make some common missteps uh, maybe we'll get an email question or two and hit a couple other fun facts as well so we'll dive into all that and speaking of uh, in the news let's go ahead and just kind of start off with our normal thing here. I want okay. to tell you uh, something I saw from former Fed chairman Alan Greenspan. I uh, saw him saying that, uh, and he's been saying this for a while apparently, that he feels the economy is poised to slow down soon. Um, yeah. Now this guy okay. is kind of considered like the yeah. the holy grail, if you will, or the big whale <laughs> That's right. of That's uh, right. stuff. What do you think? But he's been out of the, he's out of the, you know, the loop, I suppose. Yeah, he's he's probably not out of the loop as much as we would think. I mean, he is to some extent, but um, but yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have his finger on everything like he used to. But you know, the thing is that I always feel, and you kind of made the point as you were saying this, Mark, is you know he's been making this prediction for a while. Nobody knows, right? Okay, he says it's going to happen very soon. Well, what is very soon? Is that five weeks, five months, five years? What what is that? Good and point. So you know, you always have the ability to make a prediction. Each of us. Can make a prediction. Sure. Alan's doing the same thing. He's making that prediction, but it doesn't mean that it's going to happen. And if it does, he can say he's right because he didn't put a time frame down on <laughs> it. True. You know, so you know, I, I don't know. I mean, everyone that I talk to, their businesses are doing great. The economy's strong. Things are doing well. The market's down a little bit. You know, and but so it's, but it's down and it's up again, right? I yeah, mean, it's that's down right. It's down and that's up. right. That's how, that's how the market works. And yeah. so you know, I think things are good. One thing that 
that I've learned throughout my career as an advisor and just doing a lot of market research throughout history, when when basically there's blood in the streets and everybody is saying that the economy is going to go down and there's a recession coming and things are going to be bad, that's actually the best time to be in the market because it's probably not going to go down during that time frame. <laughs> so it seems to do the exact opposite of what everybody thinks, which is awesome. I mean, you know, we, we don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in the short term and we don't need to invest for the short term. Right. You know, recessions happen. Uh, economic declines happen. It's going to be something that we'll deal with for the rest of our lives. So invest for the long term. Make sure you're doing the right thing. You have the risk level that you're comfortable with going forward. So yeah, and that's really kind of how it all factors in, right? It's something. It's the absolutely yeah. It's the drum we beat every single week. It that, is. Uh, there's always going to be ebbs and flows and <laughs> conversations and things to think about. But at the end of the day, if you're if you're properly weighted for what's comfortable and good for you in the time of life you're in. And a plan, all you know, an all-encompassing kind of plan with all those little puzzle pieces, um, then you won't have to necessarily watch that stuff and freak out every time somebody says something. That's so um, true, and you know, our emotions get to us when we get nervous about things. Yeah. Our emotions get to well, us. Well, and, and rating and we spotter get, is always great. So yeah, it is. It is, and you know, if we think about it though, if we pull out now, pull out of the market, then you know, we can't stay in CDs or, or fixed annuities or whatever for the rest of our life. So when do we get back in? Right. You've got to make two right decisions. Yeah. And that's almost impossible to do. So, you know, just stay invested, stay disciplined and ride it out. That's why you're there to begin with. Well, so. and have those puzzle pieces, right? Have those that's different right. assets that are doing, uh, you know, right. going to do Diversification, two of the yeah. three things, right? Have multiple <laughs> things that are doing two of the three things. Some that are that's doing, right. some that are giving you that liquidity, some that are giving you that growth, some yeah. that are giving you that safety that's why they exist that's <laughs> you know right. so have a have a well-balanced meal in front of you if you will so all right well that's our news comment for this week and uh, and here's an old news comment for the week or kind of a fun fact i just want to throw this out because i thought it was interesting yeah did you know that ketchup was sold as medicine back in the <laughs> 1800s i did not i cannot imagine why that was sold so as medicine apparently but. Because I guess, you know, with the basic ingredients and ketchup, they were selling it initially as a way to help with indigestion, right? Oh, okay. 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 But then like everything that Americans tend to do, <laughs> people got wise to the idea. People were buying it as medicine. And guess what? They started saying stuff like it'll cure all sorts of stuff <laughs> to the point where they even It'll cure said, Alzheimer's and dementia and cancer. <laughs> well, obviously they weren't thinking about those things in the 1800s, but right. they were saying it would cure like broken bones. Oh, you know, my and things like oh, that. Oh wow. So it actually <laughs> led to a massive decline in ketchup sales in the late 1800s because people were so sick of the false claims oh, about wow, ketchup. Yeah, that makes sense. And then that it became sense. more of a condiment after that, yeah. right? Yeah. Then it just became, hey, this tastes good on my french fries. I don't really care if it does anything <laughs> so, medicinally or not. So, yeah. we'll do a little fun fact about me and this this will okay. probably make half of our listeners uh, throw up on the oh, air. Oh no, but, be careful. <laughs> so I uh, I I like ketchup on spaghetti. So okay, interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. My wife, the very first time that I told her that, she was like, "What? What I, is I, wrong?" I've got to rethink this. <laughs> so that's well, about the besides that and French fries. That's about the only thing I eat ketchup on. But I do like it on spaghetti. I, you know I, my dad did that all of his life, and that's that's probably kind of what I grew yeah, up, yeah, yeah. with. So. <laughs> well, my you know I've got family members that do the ketchup. A lot of people do the ketchup on the eggs thing. I, I've never oh, quite yeah, gotten that nasty. either. <laughs> but, yeah. So yeah, to each their own, right? But 
That's right. <laughs> that's our that's our fun fact of the week. All right, let's get into the list a little bit, and we'll we'll do some good. more stuff as we go along. So let's talk common money mistakes, okay? Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you a common mistake, examples that you, you know we see, and you just give us some things to think about because a lot of people do can have them see, you know some concerns over these or do make these missteps. So yeah. let's go ahead and start with. Uh, as a matter of fact, we had an email question come in. Uh, that was kind of similar to this. Maybe we'll talk yeah, about we that did. a little bit later in the show. Uh, okay. Ignoring tax implications on your retirement plan, your retirement savings. That a common money mistake you see people yes, make? Yes, absolutely. You know, and it's it's just so easy because we all have, you know, most people have a 401k or something like that that they can invest in through work. And so, you know, that's tax deferred. We think, wow, this is great. I don't have to pay taxes now. I can pay them later. But with tax rates so low, the way that our tax rates are right now, that's not the main thing that you know, we necessarily need to focus on, you know, do that, take advantage of that, but save other ways, save in Roth IRAs, save in taxable accounts, which are basically called brokerage accounts, something like that, because they are taxed differently. It allows a lot more flexibility in retirement. It allows you to be able to just decide which bucket, you know, we talk about different buckets all right. the time, Mark, and it allows you to de- to decide in that tax year, which bucket you're going to draw money from. And it keeps you from having to be you know, under the control completely of the government during retirement and, and Uncle right. Sam with, you know, if they raise tax rates by 50 percent or whatever in the future, you've got to have that flexibility. Well, let me uh, let me go ahead and kind of roll that into the email question that we got in because we're talking about yeah. this. OK, um, Kevin sent us an email into uh, the website. By the way, you can go to investorcoach.net. That's investorcoach.net if you would like to submit your own questions. We ask those from time to time on the show. And he was asking about Roth conversions, basically. It was a fairly long email, so I'll just break it down kind of succinctly here. But I said he was 69 and uh, had quite a bit saved in between. He's wanting to be tax efficient, but between his Social Security, uh, pension, uh, some of his accounts, he was curious, I guess, as to whether or not a good strategy would be a Roth conversion. Have you seen a lot of people asking about that this year because taxes are low? Yeah, I have. And, you know, we talk about it a lot on the show and it's a it's a good year for that because you can do those conversions and pay a lower tax potentially than than you'll pay in the future. And, you and know, we a pretty all, good chance of that, I would think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think we can all, you know, bet that uh, taxes are going to go up in the future yeah. and, you know, because they're the lowest they've been in 70 years. Yeah. So it's something that now is the time, especially if you know, your account is your your IRA or 401k. If something, if you have that type of an account and your account balance is six, seven hundred thousand or more in retirement, then you're going to have a pretty substantial required minimum distribution. So you may have to pay 30, 40, 50 thousand dollars, have a distribution of that amount, and that's going to increase your income substantially, right. which can bump you to a higher bracket. So it's not something that you really can wait and do at the last minute, though, because a lot of times, you know, a large account, let's say a million dollar 401k, you don't want to take 500,000 out in one year, you're going to be in the top tax bracket then. So, and do a conversion in that case, you want to do it over time. And so you can really take advantage of that time. If you use it over five years or 10 years, that's a good planning strategy that we use and, and not kind of waiting to the last minute there. So, okay. But, you know, in, in Kevin's case, he was 69. He's got a little bit of time before he has to take the RMD, potentially a year, year and a half, something like that. But um, that's not really long enough, but he can still do some things ahead of time to make sure that he's not getting slammed by Uncle Sam on those on those taxes for the required distribution in the future. Okay. Well, some good information here today on the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Talking common money mistakes. Got had an email question 
from Kevin there. So, Kevin, thank you so much for submitting that in. And if you'd like to uh, just call and get on the calendar, come in for a consultation, come in for that complimentary MRI process, it's 855-51-COACH, your number to call, 855-51-COACH. And what's that look like, Nathan? Tell us a little bit about the MRI, and then we'll go to break and come back and talk more money mistakes. Yeah, so the MRI is just an analysis on what you are investing in in your portfolio. So we just look at all the mutual funds, all the stocks that you hold and see how diversified it is. See what your expected return is going forward, how much risk that you have. Because I know because of talking to people over the last 30 days, there's a lot of people that didn't know that they would lose as much as they have lost over this time frame. you know, with the with the decline that we've sure. had in the yeah. market. So this MRI just shows you those things, helps you understand the risk that you're taking in your portfolio. And if you truly are diverse, Diversified. Just because just because you have 20 or 30 mutual funds, it doesn't mean that you're diversified. They may all be invested in the same asset class. So the MRI is something that we typically charge $500 for. But here toward the end of the year, we've been offering it for free. If you just call us and schedule that on your on our calendar. So um, if you'd like to do that, give us a call 855-51-COACH. Let us know you'd like the MRI. We'll schedule a time with you and go through the analysis and make sure you understand how you're investing. You can simply take that information back to your advisor and say, look, let's fix this. Let's do a little better with that. Or you can work with us or work with anybody that you want to. It's just giving you information that will really help you make good investing decisions for your future. 855 51 coach. Yeah, go ahead and get started, folks, if you'd like. I know it's the end of the year, but uh, you can still get yourself on the calendar. Only takes about 30 seconds to make the phone call. Uh, Nathan will get back with you ASAP and get you scheduled for a time later, you know, down in a week, couple of weeks or whatever, whatever's convenient for you from there. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH is your number to call. This is The Financial Answer and more to come right after this. You're listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Now back to the show. You're back here with us on The Financial Answer. It's time for the mailbag. We're going to take a quick email question that's coming to the website, investorcoach.net. That's where you go if you'd like to submit a question, investorcoach.net. And we've got one here from Claire, and Claire is in uh, Jackson, and she says, Hey, Nathan, we recently got a letter promoting a program where we can split our mortgage payments in half. And pay every two weeks instead of once a month. <laughs> Somehow this is going to help us pay this off faster, question mark. Is this something we should look at doing, question mark? Yeah, so, you know, you don't need a program to do that. You can actually just... Just do um, it, right? Yeah, just do it. Yeah, so you can pay, you know, every two weeks and pay toward your principal and and do that fine. And yes, it works. It will pay off your mortgage faster because you're paying down that principal faster. So Even, by splitting it, yeah, it's yeah. creating... Okay. It does. It, it works like that. You need to make sure that, that your bank is okay with that. And one of those payments is going to have to be interest payments, you know, sure. or some of that's going to have to be interest payments there. But, you know, the the reason you're hearing about the program, Claire, is because there's some kind of mortgage company or a bank or something that's out there trying to sell this refinance. Okay. So they're, they're going to make their three to five grand or 10 grand, whatever they're charging you to do this refinance, to set it up, to do something that you can do already. Okay. So don't, don't, 
fall for that. Don't fall for the extra financing cost. Yeah, and don't fall for those things that are out there. It's probably a good idea to talk to your bank ahead of time and make sure that they're okay with it. Okay. Right. But you can set this up and your bank may even set this up yourself. Well, the mortgage lender themselves you. may be doing it. I, yeah, I guess my yeah, question yeah, might so. be to Claire, if she got a letter promoting it, is it from your actual lender is it from your actual mortgage holder <laughs> probably not probably I mean, not what that's what my thought past. too yeah, yeah. because yeah. i when i saw this uh i actually went and looked at my own i pulled up my own and it says right on there if you'd like to split your payments feel free to do so so <laughs> a lot of go. times your mortgage yeah. people will let you do that claire that's right um and another company you look people are always trying to find a way to you know scam or get over and not even maybe it's not even a scam i mean they're being honest but they're also saying well we'll charge you to help you get it done right i mean right. i don't know if that's the case because you they're didn't just put it in there but make an income by doing it they're making right. a commission everybody or whatever by exactly doing it. just yeah, trying to so, generate some stuff yeah, so yeah. check with your actual mortgage person check with your actual bank claire before you certainly jump into something like that but as nathan said it doesn't need to be a program it should just be there <laughs> that's <laughs> so, right you shouldn't uh, have to pay for that you shouldn't have to pay <laughs> it for should that save you money not cost you something exactly <laughs> and actually, we got time. I'm going to squeeze in one more email question. Claire, thank okay. you so much for that. We certainly appreciate it. Bill's got a question for you. Bill's also in Jackson and says, Nathan, I heard someone say that you should save 15% of your income for retirement, and we're only saving about 10. And that feels like a lot to us. Do you think we're behind the eight ball? Oh, yeah, you can be, Bill. Um, it just depends. It, it depends on if you've got a pension. It depends on, you know, how much your Social Security is going to be. It depends on how much you're going to spend. So there's no way to say that, you know, 10% is not enough or even 15% is enough. You know, you may need to save 20 or 25%. I don't know, you know, what your situation is. You know, that's, you know you're um, scaring people right now. Right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. 20%? So, are you crazy? Oh, uh, no. I know. Well, when you when you look at, you know, if you start later in life, then, you True. know, if yeah. you don't, if you wait until 50, then, yeah, that's a lot of times the reality there is you've got to save that much. Good but point. even if you're only saving five, Five is better than nothing. Nothing, yeah. Okay, so yes, take advantage and save as much as you can. 10 is a good number to start with, and 15 is probably better. Okay, uh, all right. probably going to help you a lot more. So, uh, But Bill, sit down with an advisor and see what you need to be saving. And and, and then you'll know. Plan. Yeah, yeah, you'll know exactly if you're, if you're on track or not, and, and you'll know if you're if you're doing what you need to do. Well, with him saying 10 feels like a lot, if you did have to go to 15, Bill, having a conversation with an advisor to A, know you got to go to 15, and then B, all right, how can we work together how to budget to get to yeah, 15? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So certainly worthy, which is obviously, look, folks, that's one of the reasons we do the show here is to promote a lot of information and get you thinking about things. And hopefully you want to come in and talk with Nathan, but we also do encourage you to just talk with somebody. Make right. sure that you're having yeah. uh, somebody on your side to work with you. Nathan would love to, but again, at the end of the day, just work with somebody. I just want you to say, you know, if you're new at this, say $50 a month, you know, and, and that's an easy thing to do. Start with that. You'll see it grow. You'll see yeah. what happens. And that's going to cause you to want to save more. Just get it going. Get yeah. started. That's the key. Bill, if you're 60, $50 a month probably won't help a lot. Probably but, not. But <laughs> probably again, it's not. better than nothing. It's so. better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's our right. mailbag segment here on the financial answer. Hey guys, if you need some help, give Nathan a call, get on the calendar. Great guy to talk to. And you'll find out if they if you can help each other, you know, it's a mutual kind of thing. You know, Nathan, we don't try to turn every radio listener into a client. Uh, you come in, you have a conversation. It may be the right fit. It may not be, but the idea is to get started. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. No cost or obligation to do so. Don't go anywhere. This is the Financial Answer.
Hey everybody, Mark Killian here, the host of The Financial Answer, reminding you not to forget, reach out for your Retirement Rescue Toolkit from Nathan O'Brien by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's the word RETIRE to 555-888 on your smartphone. Don't forget for your complimentary Retirement Rescue Toolkit, text RETIRE to 555-888 or call 855-51-COACH. Stay tuned. There is more coming up on The Financial Answer. Sure, you could eat hamburgers and hot dogs every day. But is that really what's best for you? What about your financial health? Is it really best to work with an advisor that can only offer you one or two products? Of course not. So keep listening to The Financial Answer to hear what it's like to work with an advisor who puts your financial health above all else. While you're back here with us for another section of The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor at O'Brien and Associates and your local investor coach here in the Hub City, 855-51-COACH, your number to call, 855-51-COACH, to get yourself that complimentary MRI process underway that we talk about here on the program. Uh, you can also stop by the website at investorcoach.net if you'd like. That's investorcoach.net, and you can uh, also get your complimentary retirement rescue toolkit as well, and you'll see a little picture of it there on the website. You can click on that, follow that if you'd like to also. So we're talking about uh, common money mistakes here with Nathan on the program. You know, I was thinking about it when we kicked off the show. I actually forgot to do my normal speech and all the numbers and all that kind of stuff because <laughs> I was making fun of your ugly sweater. And uh, and then uh, and then I just totally got sidetracked. So I didn't even do my job right. So there you oh, go. That's fine, dude. You do <laughs> but, it good every, every other week. Well, I so appreciate I'll, I'll give you a pass this I, time. All right, I appreciate need. it. Well, hey, listen, I know that you, lo- you, you spend a lot of time I'm uh, obviously on the science and on the economics and on all the kind of things. Yeah. You do a lot of education with that. So I saw mm-hmm. a quote that I thought you might find interesting. You may know it. I don't know. But okay. um, uh, this quote says, uh, investing should be more like watching paint dry and grass grow. If you want excitement, take your money and go to Vegas. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> um, and who said that was actually Paul Samuelson. Uh, yeah. Samuelson. And he was actually the first American to win a Nobel Prize on economics. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting that a guy who wins a Nobel Prize on economics says investing should be boring. I know. And that's exactly the opposite of what we look for. You know, we, we want it to be exciting. We want to pick that next hot stock and, you know, find the Bitcoins before they go up to 20,000 and, right. you know, sell them absolutely before they go to 3,000. So, right, right, you know, right. So <laughs> we it, wanna, in theory, it sounds like he's wrong, but he's really right, isn't he? He's right. Yeah, that's right. That's what all of the academic research shows is, you know, staying disciplined, riding the roller coaster that that is the market. That's what helps you in the long term to get those returns that we're all looking for. If it was easy, if we could make 10% a year in CDs like we had in the 80s, then everyone would be doing that. But right. that's that's not the way that it is. That's not normally well, how the market works. inflation was higher too. So. Yeah, it was. That's right. So it's not the way that, that it works over time. So you've got to ride that roller coaster to get those 8, 10, 12% returns, whatever, that, that we've seen historically. So it does need to be boring and i tell i tell <laughs> well, my because if you're constantly in there dabbling and moving yeah, and all that all you're you, doing is adding cost because yeah. every time you sell something or buy something there's a cost you have to pay and that hurts your return very simply and 
There's been a lot of research done by the University of Chicago that shows you know, typically when people do those things, when they're buying, they're buying at the worst times. And yeah. when they're selling, they're selling at the worst times. And so we just shoot ourselves in the foot too often with this and make really bad decisions and trying to, again, just like Vegas, more activity, we think, will cause us to make more money or the potential to make more money. Yeah, like if but you're playing doesn't. roulette, right? You start, right? I'm going to start spreading it out all over the place and <laughs> see what right. happens. Yeah, That's right. Or, you know, you push the slot button, you know, one more time just yeah. to try to see if you can win that extra time. And, and you don't. You end up losing more than you end up making. Yeah. So it's just it's the same way. And that's a great quote. I, I've seen that quote a lot. Oh, have you? Past. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, good stuff. Well, we're, we're going to kind of use that to continue on in our conversation about common money mistakes and obviously some of these are common so that's you know you know paul kind of helped us out without knowing it basically uh <laughs> to say a common money mistake is to try to make your retirement or investing journey as exciting as possible when it comes to yeah. the plan and it really the plan should be simple and kind of boring yeah. you know and yeah. so but simple and boring is good the fun part is enjoying the retirement right that's is it right. going out and doing the stuff yeah that's right and uh and then let the let you let worry your about investments the work yeah, yeah let your investments work for you and you go out and, and do those things and let me worry about the market let me worry about exactly your plan. <laughs> exactly exactly that's right. all right so common money mistake another one here for you nathan social security yeah. Um, schools of thought, of obviously. Yeah, tons of mistakes. <laughs> and a lot of schools of thought. Take it early, take it late, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Where yeah. you, where, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I, you know, I was just talking with a guy the other day, and he said, you know, all of my friends have taken it at 62, and I feel like that's the I best. I think that is more you common, know? right? People it tend is, to grab yeah. it early. Yeah. yeah, I think they do that. And he's like, nobody has regretted that. None of my friends have regretted taking that at 62. Well, the problem is, is that probably most of his friends did not have a plan. They didn't see that it actually would have worked out better if they waited longer. Now, we don't know how long we're going to live. Okay. Right. We don't know that. So that all has to figure in with this. But average life expectancies that, that we have today, taking Social Security at 62 is not the best in most cases. You can usually wait and and defer that payment, get a little growth in that because it grows at about 8% a year over which that is time a, Which frame. is a pretty so, good return. Yeah, it's great. That's a guaranteed growth. So you're not going to get that anywhere else right now. <laughs> and so, you know, it's something that you can do through – um, through just a little bit of planning and make sure that this is the best decision for you. Sometimes 62 is the best, but not very often. Well, so, I was going to say, let uh, me play devil's advocate and say, uh, there's definitely people who are going to say, no, Nathan, I need to take it now. Um, yeah. And now, in that case, do you, you know, yeah, my, I guess my question would be, do you truly know you need to take it now? And if so, how'd you figure that out? That's exactly right. So, you know, sometimes it's because of maybe they lost a job or, or had to retire earlier. And in that case, yeah, maybe that's the case. Maybe you needed to. And, and But what I see a lot of times is people can take some money, take some distributions, extra distributions off of their investments, more than kind of what they were planning on then that, you know, three or four year window or six year window, whatever that window is that you would have started at 62 and wait until 67 or 60, you know, five, whatever your full retirement age right. is. And you can end up with more money, more guaranteed income over your lifetime. So it's just, 
It's something that you cannot do on your own in most situations. You've got to have the financial planning software. You've got to sit down with an advisor and make sure that it's the right decision for you to take it whenever you do take it. And you can put those numbers in and kind of get a better idea of what you're looking at. We do what's called a Social Security maximization. It just helps you understand, you know, when the best time is, when you're going to draw the most money over your lifetime based on your plan, your income, your pensions, your retirement savings, all of these things, plus your Social Security. We can tell you when that best time is to draw. Well, one of the reasons I love doing the show is it's okay. I, sometimes I'll go off and say some things that maybe are not exactly accurate, and it gives you a chance to either A, agree with me, or B, disagree with me, uh, <laughs> but because I kind of play the role of, of really a lot of people who listen to the show and have questions because yeah. I don't do this every day like you do. Now, granted, I talk to guys every day, but I don't look at the, the hard data, yeah. uh, so I talk about a lot of the generalities here, and so I'm going to play, again, devil's advocate with the Social Security. What about the stance that people say, well, why wouldn't I turn it on early and let me get the quote unquote government's money so that my investments <laughs> that I've that I've that I've saving those can pass to my kids, whereas Social Security can't. Yeah, and that's a good argument to have, but it's not necessarily, again, the best thing to do because I I can also make the argument where, you know, you can draw early off of your investments, let that Social Security grow. It grows so much over that time frame that you can drop down your 401k distributions later on. And that's over such a long time frame that it really helps and allows your investments to continue to grow into your late 70s, 80s. And, and it really turns into a lot of money that you can potentially leave to your kids and right. grandkids if you want to. So there's strategies, you know, it sounds. There are. Yeah. yeah, there's all kinds of different strategies that are out there. And the key is, again, just making sure that you're doing the best for your plan and your situation. Yeah, well, good stuff here on the program. You're listening to The Financial answer. We're talking about some common money mistakes with a few of the big categories here as we're winding down the year. And uh, Nathan's given us some good points and counterpoints. And we're having our good debate as we usually do about ways to go with things. And if you've got questions or concerns and you got some things you want to figure out the right strategy for you, well, you should know what to do at this point. You call 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH, that gets you on the calendar for a no-cost, no-obligation consultation. That initial MRI process, I should say financial MRI process. Yes. <laughs> we, we've had an email saying, an MRI, really? I get a compliment? No, not that kind of MRI. <laughs> an MRI on your financial portfolio. Um, but yeah, you can do that as well as you can also get your retirement rescue toolkit if you'd like by calling the same number or going online to InvestorCoach.net. Uh, so, okay, so another common mistake here, Nathan. Uh, focusing on the returns, okay? Yeah. So yeah. obviously, with the market being volatile, maybe that's not as big a concern right here. The you know the last three months, but oh, it is. It's absolutely. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it but is. it should be really the focus on income. It should, yes. Okay. And the key is though that people get kind of focused on those returns, and they get really, really worried during times like this, okay. during right. volatile times, and so they're worried that that income is not going to be there, that they're not going to be able to take that, and that all comes back to the MRI <laughs> process, you know, yeah. that where we go through that and help them understand what the expected volatility is in their allocation. And so, you know, a lot of times I'll tell people um, it's you know between negative twelve and positive twenty if you you see those type of returns, then it's normal. That's what you would expect. And that's just an example. Yeah. But that's the market. That's how it works. So as long as we're staying within that negative 12 to positive 20, positive 30, whatever their portfolio calls for, then 
the returns are expected to be in that category. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have, you know, uh, have to cut your income by 20 or 30 percent in retirement. So all of these things work. The market is random. It's unpredictable. But over time, we do continue to see growth and it's tremendous growth, crazy growth from the market. That's so phenomenal. That really helps us grow the wealth that we need to, to sustain a 20 year retirement. Well, so being careful not to necessarily look short-sighted and focus on the returns versus on the income. And it sounds like kind of the cart before the horse deal. You start worrying about the returns because you think it's going to affect your income later on. <laughs> That's right. Uh, when, and and then right. so you wind up making decisions when you really should be focusing as the income is the longer piece and let the returns be what they are. Uh, and right. kind of have it. It's kind of like if you had a busted windshield and the, and the first step you wanted to make to fixing it was to put on new windshield wipers. But it's like, that doesn't really <laughs> that matter. Doesn't work. A, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't help on a busted windshield. No, that's right. It doesn't work. So, you know, the returns, everybody, almost everybody is focused on returns all the time. Well, we're emotionally driven. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's okay. But, but again, falling back to your, your plan, your plan has got to have some parameters. And if you are falling within those parameters, then that can give you the peace of mind to understand that, yeah, my plan still works out even if we have a 10% loss or a 12% loss in the market. So it's got to happen. You have to have that plan to make sure that you have the peace of mind to stay on track. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to do the heavy lifting for you here. We're going to jump out to break, but I'm going to let people know that if you want to come in and get that uh, complimentary MRI, financial MRI going with Nathan, uh, you can simply do so. I know it's the end of the year and it's the holidays, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to come in, you know, next week or when things are busy or whatever. Just call in, get on the calendar, jump on and grab one of the slots. It's available to you here through the radio program. Uh, Nathan sets these aside each week for me here on the show, and I appreciate that. So grab your slot. Come in for a consultation with Nathan, 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. He normally charges about $500 for this process, but it is complimentary here through the radio program. Just tell him Mark sent you. 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. Talk with Nathan O'Brien, Registered Investment Advisor and Charter Retirement Planning Counselor, here with us on The Financial Answer. He's the founder at O'Brien and Associates, your local investor coach and an all-around good dude. Been doing this for about 15, 16 17, something like that, years. So you can jump on the calendar, come in and see him. We'll be right back, folks. This is The Financial Answer. More to come after this. Throughout history, people have relied on sensei, scholars, and philosophers for answers to difficult questions. Although we can't help you discover the meaning of life, we can help you sort through the numbers and figures in your financial plan. Keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, you're back here with us on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. We are cruising along nicely here today on the program. And uh, so far today, we've had a pretty good conversation about some common money mistakes, and we've had some good uh, quotes of the week, fun facts, things of that nature. So if you like ketchup, you might want to you know check out the show online. At the pod- yeah, check out our podcast. Yeah, check out the podcast. Yeah, yeah you can find that at investorcoach.net. That is investorcoach.net. See what ketchup has to do with retirement planning. Hint, nothing. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but we talked about it anyway. So uh, so anyway, moving on here on the show. If you want to talk to Nathan, 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. So Nathan, I am going to make you uh, the teacher here for a little bit since you mm, kind of okay. do that really anyway. Yeah, I do. I a good do. portion of your job is teaching and you do classes. Yeah. And I know the classes obviously yeah. are over for the for the year and everything, but you'll be starting those back up in 2019. Yes. And um, so I'm going to kind of take your classroom etiquette, if you will, and 
and kind of talk about uh, that and our own going through school kind of thing. We'll tie these together. So uh, how you can kind of relate, you know, retirement planning from the classroom and kind of the ways you do things and then also some things for people to think about. So let's start off with the fact that everybody hates homework. Yes. <laughs> My 13-year-old daughter hates it completely. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she's fully enthralled in it. Yes, You can is. remember being 13. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, sure. Definitely. And how you feel about it. But so my question, I guess, to ask you real fast is, do you do a lot of homework with your classes? Yeah, so we don't, we don't do a whole lot of homework, but there is some, you know. Okay. I mean, there, the problem that I see typically is most people just want to sit back and relax and, and let the advisor do everything. And then when everything hits the fan, like, you know, the market's down, the economy's bad, why whatever. Didn't tell me, yeah, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me about yeah. this? Or I, did, I didn't know this could happen. And so you cannot let your advisor care more about your money than, than you do. So you've got to learn a little bit about investing and how it works, how your plan is going to work, and understand some simple things about investing. But, you know, we've talked about this in the past, Mark. If you Google the word mutual fund, there's 40 nine billion articles that come up (laughs) on Google. And so there's too much information out there and people get information overload. So, you know, I really help people focus on what they need to know. There's 20 questions that we start with that I call the 20 must answer questions that just help you stay disciplined, help you understand what you need to know with investing and then go from there and build on that. That's the key. And it really provides a lot of peace of mind in helping you understand that. You can get our investor awareness guide through the toolkit. And if you'd like that, just give us a call, 855-51-COACH. We'll send that out to you. Now, a good advisor, Nathan, can take you know some of that pain and annoyance out of the process for you, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, again, absolutely. to your point, you have to be involved, just like with a teacher. You may, you know, I don't you may know some teachers. Some teachers may enjoy giving out homework. You know, so I, yeah. I know I had yeah. some that seemed Those to love it. Those were the worst it. ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think most of them do view it as a necessary they evil do. because there's yeah. not enough time. Right. And, and the same right. thing can apply to what you're doing. You see your clients, you know, you see them when you first start with some potential clients, maybe here from the radio show. It's a couple of visits, right? At an hour that's right. stretch. Yeah. And yeah. so that's, you can't do everything that you can't encompass your whole life in an hour. So no, that's, that's, that's why true. you need to get some extra information. Yeah, you have to. And, and the key is also one of the things that, that, I kind of look at just like your teacher in school, they're making sure that you can apply those things through actual homework, through your life and and through things that you're doing. And the concepts are resonating. Yes, that's right. And so it's the same thing as an advisor. I'm, I'm teaching these things to my clients and making sure they understand that. But then as markets have volatility and as things happen that, you know, weren't planned or whatever, then I say, okay, look, this is something we talked about in the past. Now let's apply this. Let's make sure that, you know, you understand that this is how they work. This is what we've expected to happen in the plan and everything's still on track. Everything looks great and it's going forward. And if not, we need to adjust it, then we'll adjust that and make those changes at the time. But it's all about just making sure that you have that peace of mind when it comes to investing into your retirement. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Again, we're kind of just discussing how, you know, uh, retirement planning, if, if you're thinking about the classroom, we all have gone to school and really all of our life we're going to school in one form or fashion, if you really think about it, and how you can take some of those lessons and apply it to the retirement process or to working with a, an advisor, really, because sometimes that's a bit of a hurdle as well as just saying, okay, what is this relationship going to look like? And 
that's going to happen through a couple of meetings, obviously. Yeah. And you'll get yeah. a feel. We all have that gut thing going on where we can go, I want to work with this person or no, I don't. You know, and that's, yeah, that's, and that's right. totally fine. We say that all the time here on the program. Talk to one, talk to two, talk to three advisors. But anyway, I'll get back to our topic here. Before I do, though, if you do want to talk to Nathan, get on the calendar. If you do have some questions, uh, we've covered some good stuff today. He's available to you here in the uh, Hub City by calling 855 855- 51 coach. It's 855 coach. All right. So standardized testing. I'm going to bring that up. See, as part of our classroom I hated stuff. those. <laughs> and I think a lot of teachers do too. Yeah. Right? That's because right. it does kind of pigeonhole. Uh, and it also kind of assumes that everything is, I don't know, equal or same playing yeah, field. Yeah. That's right. So it on does. the financial side, what would be kind of the equator there? I, I would think oh, man. the big box cookie cutter. Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, it comes down to a lot of financial plans. This is what they're designed to do is is this kind of cookie cutter, uh, you know, at the Standardized, end of the plan. put it right in a box. At yeah. the end of the plan, sell the annuity. Or at the end okay. of the plan, sell the life insurance or whatever. And actually, you know, Mark, when I think most of our listeners know, but I was a broker earlier on in my career. And sure. actually, I was an, an annuity broker. And this is what we did. We, we built these plans that at the end of the plan, that's all it called for was you know, buy this annuity or buy this life insurance. And guess what? It's the life insurance that the company wanted us to sell or the annuity that the company wanted us to sell. That was it. And, you know, I finally told my wife, I was just like, look, after I did that for three or four years, I was just like, I cannot do this. This is not the best thing for people. It's not what's working. And so you just don't want to get caught in that. You want to make sure that, that the advisor that you're working with is not a cookie cutter advisor that just sells one or two products, but one that can actually look at your full situation and offer you the best recommendation whether you work with them or not that's yeah. the key so you know you you need to pay for that plan if you pay for the financial plan then more than likely they're not going to be just you know saying hey buy this or buy that right. it's just going to be this is the plan that works for you so again that's why i say work with a registered investment advisor they're not selling anything yeah well and, and a fiduciary as well yeah, which, that's right. which which you are that's right and and I think kind of, a, I don't know if you want to use this term, but like a holistic kind of an approach. And that's um, true. Where yeah. it's just really kind of yeah, all encompassing, right? And, yeah. you know, and honestly, you know, you're, you're talking about, you know, you used to do that. You know, I interview so many guys across the country, and it's actually a pretty large number of guys who worked for a big brokerage place yeah. and eventually got tired of that kind of thing. That exact thing, yeah. And went independent right. so that they had the freedom to do what was best. To truly for help people. Yeah. I mean, that's what, we've, that's what we do this for, you yeah. know, is to just try to help people and come across as as being a holistic advisor like you know stealing your term that you used and just helping them make sure that they understand the best route that they can take for their retirement yeah absolutely and i think that's a great point and that's really what it comes down to so when just like when you're talking about uh planning from a classroom you think when you uh, if you're a retiree or pre-retiree you think back to when you had your kids in school or whatever and um you know sometimes there were teachers that just made the difference and then sometimes you had there were teachers that didn't you know, you we've That's all had true. that experience, whether it's ourselves yeah. or our kids. Where yeah, I can think back at teachers that that was some that just, just like, could wow. not get through to you, <laughs> That's right. and some that could, and yeah. you could tell because some wanted to, some didn't, you mm-hmm. know, and some tried, some didn't. There's all the you know, there's good and bad, like anything. And yeah. so that's kind of my final point here on this is that everything has a pro and everything has a con, you know. So yeah. 
Yeah. Rational people would agree. I think the teaching is rough. <laughs> um, That's right. I kudos, hats off to them. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a yeah. tough profession. They don't get That's paid right. enough, and to deal with kids and my, I'm, you know, just no, I'll just I'm, be honest. I'm a if I had to deal with thirteen you. year olds, I would pull my hair out. <laughs> That's right. I'm a hundred percent behind you because I, having to deal with my daughter some days, I'm like, wow. And that's one. <laughs> just, yeah. That's one. That's Not right. like 30. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. you know, it's that way, pros and cons with everything. But in the investment world, it, it's so important to just make sure that the advisor that you're talking to is not trying to sell a product. You know, it, it cannot be that type of thing. It's going to help you in the in the long run to make sure you're working with an independent registered investment advisor so they can help you. They can offer products. And, you know, in the MRI, which we talk about all the time, right. we're showing how to reallocate your portfolio for you based on what you're trying to accomplish, based on your goals. And the recommendations are not buy a certain fund family or buy a certain mutual fund or buy an annuity or life. And it's, it's allocated like this using whatever firm you want to use, use right. it, you know, anything that you want to do, but allocate it just like this. These are the exact percentages to make it work. So, um, you know, I mean, mutual fund companies, some are great, some are not, but in the long term, you know, if you're in, if you're staying disciplined and investing correctly, you're going to get returns that you expect over the long term. Yeah, I mean, everything has pros and cons, and sometimes the con is, look, it's just no fun to have to deal with this financial stuff, and a lot of people feel that way about it, and it's not their cup of tea, uh, and that's why you know you do need to turn to somebody, even though that initial got to get it started does have to fall on you, right? Because yeah, right. you can do a lot of things to help people, but you can't do any of it if you don't get a chance to know them. And no, so that's, true. that's why that's we true. offer the complimentary radio uh, offer for the portfolio MRI. So yeah, let it, yeah let it rip. that's right. That's right. So, you know, the MRI is great, especially right here at the end of the year. You can make sure that you're doing the right thing in your investments going forward for everything you're doing next year for all of your plans going forward in the future. Making sure that you're diversified right, making sure you understand if, you know, Alan Greenspan is right and we do have a pullback in the economy like we were talking about earlier and a recession happens making sure that you understand how much you could lose in your portfolio in that type of market condition. So yeah. the portfolio MRI covers that, helps you understand that. And then I'll make some recommendations on what you should do. And right now it's free. We normally charge $500 for that. And we, we've got an offer that we're doing for free on this. So if you'd like to take advantage of that, all you have to do is call us, 855-51-COACH. Let us know that you'd like the portfolio MRI. We'll do an open objective analysis on what you're doing and make recommendations that you can take back and do yourself or take it to your advisor. Or if you'd like, work with us. That's fine. Either of those. But the portfolio MRI is fantastic. I've never had someone that didn't uh, really enjoy the information that they learned from that. So if you'd like to schedule that, it's free. 855-51-COACH. Yeah, jump on the calendar, folks, 855-51-COACH. And Nathan, I wanted to ask you, you mentioned that at the end of the year here, obviously it's going to be tough for some people to get in before January. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. And so th you're not saying it has to be done before the end no. of the year, no, uh, but it's right. good advice to roll into the next year because it's like anything, right? It takes yes. a while to get some things rolling. So get on the calendar, come in, even if you don't wind up seeing them until the 5th or 8th or 10th or something of January. Uh, but go ahead and jump on the calendar now so they can get you scheduled for a time that 
it's convenient for you, and it also gives you a chance to for them to send you out a little uh, information that you'll probably need and all that kind of stuff, and you can find the things that you need to get together. So no pressure, no worries. You don't have to uh, run right in tomorrow after the show. You simply just get on the calendar <laughs> by calling 855-51-COACH and claim your complimentary portfolio MRI, 855-51-COACH. More to come here on the program with Nathan. After this, this is The Financial Answer. You've got questions, we've got answers. This is The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, we're cruising down the home stretch here today on The Financial Answer. And actually, this is going to technically be our last program of the year. So we uh, we appreciate everybody's time. It's been a great uh, 2018 because yes, there's going to be one more show next week, but everybody's off. And so it's just going to be kind of a best of yeah. uh, of one of our yeah. prior shows. But uh, yeah, I hope that everybody has a great holiday. And as, uh, as always, we're going to, well, not always, I guess as sometimes we're going to finish off the program with some questions that have come into the website. We asked one earlier from Kevin that uh, we didn't get a chance to get to last week. He sent that in like two weeks ago. So Kevin, if you were listening, sorry, uh, but we did, we did, we did talk about it this week. So uh, we certainly appreciate it. And we got a couple more that have come in. So before we get into all that, let me remind you that you can get your complimentary MRI uh, here. It doesn't have to uh, you know, be before the end of the year, but you can get it scheduled by simply calling 855-51-COACH. It's 855-51-COACH for that complimentary review. You can also go to the website at investorcoach.net. That is investorcoach.net. Submit your questions through there if you'd like or re- uh, request the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, which you'll also find on the website as well. And that's complimentary also. All right. So Nathan, we got a question for you from Mark and it was not me. (laughs) And Mark (laughs) says, uh, Nathan, I feel I need to reduce my risk in the portfolio. I hear you talk about this quite a bit on the program, but honestly, I'm not sure where to turn. I've been looking at bonds. I've been looking at annuities and I've looked at cash, but all Mm -hmm. those seems to have, you know, drawbacks that I'm not really fond of. So give me some ideas. What should I be looking at or what should I do here? Yeah, so Mark, that's a great question. And uh, it may be a time to reduce risk in your portfolio, not because the market's down or anything like that. It's just maybe a good time age-wise for you. So all of these things that you mentioned, bonds, annuities, cash, you know, CDs, all of those things are good options to look at and consider. And you may need some of all of those. I typically try to steer clear of annuities for people, but um, you may need some. You know, it may be a good option. So the key is building a portfolio that works for what you're trying to accomplish, making sure that you have that conversation with your advisor and talk about the bonds, talk about the CDs and see, you know, the time horizon that you're trying to invest for, because that's how that's how we always should build allocations is based on our time horizon. When are you going to need the money? When are you going to start taking income from that? And so have that conversation with your advisor, make sure that you cover those things and, uh, you know, listen to what he or she is saying. And then, you know, it's always good, especially in something in a situation like this to get a second opinion, give us a call if you would like, or just go see another advisor. Make sure that the recommendations that you got from one are very similar to what you got from another, or if not, then what's the reason for that? And make sure that you're making a good decision going forward. Uh, Because bonds can lose money. You got to be really careful, especially when interest rates are going up like like they're doing. Bonds can lose a lot of money. So don't think that that's necessarily a safe investment. Be careful with that. Yeah. And of course, you know, again, all this is going to kind of roll into what other puzzle pieces are doing affect this. One affects one, one affects the other. 
you know, it's uh, that kind of knee bone connected to the thigh bone kind of thing. So they all <laughs> yes. they all work together. So yeah, great question, Mark. Reach out to Nathan. Get on the calendar. Get that second opinion on it. Uh, go get a second, third, fourth opinion, whatever you feel like you need to do. But uh, it's a complimentary one here waiting for you through the program. Since you've already reached out, we certainly appreciate that. So go a little step further and come in and talk with Nathan. Eight five five fifty one coach. 855-51-COACH. Doug has a question. Doug says, Nathan, I don't like my 401k investment options. <laughs> you and but, everyone else. <laughs> yeah. He says, but my company says I'm not eligible to roll the money to an outside account. I'm confused because I know people who have moved their 401ks in the past. What am I missing? Yeah, so great question, Doug. And uh, I, don't, I don't know that we've ever had that question yeah, before. Maybe. That's a good one. So, yeah. Uh, so in this case, Doug, if you are able to roll it out into something else once you hit 59 and a half, even if you are still working at the company. Now, and that's not always a guaranteed option. Okay. okay? It depends on the plan. It depends on your company's plan. The IRS allows that. And so most of the time, 401k plans will allow that, but not always. So you've got to talk to your HR department at the company that you work at just to make sure that you have that as an option. But it's called an in-service distribution is what it's called. So you can you know, use that word and make sure that you can do that. But the qualification is 59 and a half to be able to. Or you that. have just had to have left the job. Or right. right. Yeah, you had yeah. to have left the job. So and typically it's, you know, a 30 day window after you yeah. leave before you can do any kind of changes like that or rollovers. Yeah. So, Doug, if you know people at work that are in the same place with you, then maybe I don't know. You didn't tell us. So maybe you're not 59 and a half. That could be the reason yeah. why. Yeah, that may uh, be. And so that might be the case. If it's people that, you know, just, you know, friends or whatever, uh, it may be the same thing or they've left. Or, so as Nathan said, uh, talk to your HR department about the uh, what you call the in-service distribution. Yeah, it's called an in-service yeah. distribution. That's All right, right. There you go. Well, great question, Doug. Thanks so much. And if you do have some questions or you do kind of get that information and you need help uh, figuring out how to reallocate or what you want to do with that or maybe convert that to an IRA or whatever it is that you want to do, uh, give Nathan a call and bounce some ideas off of him. He'll be glad to help. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. Final question for you this week here, Nathan. Final question of 2018. Uh, well, almost okay. need like whistles or bells or a little sad <laughs> trombone or something. I don't know. That's right. Uh, but Claire, uh, Claire's got a question for you. She says, Nathan, my husband simply refuses to retire because he says he can't imagine life without a paycheck. My oh, concern yeah. is he's, he's approaching 70 and I think it's time for him to walk away. How do I convince the man he needs to retire? Claire, that is that is really one of the hardest decisions for a lot of people to to just take that step, take that leap, I would say, yeah. and go from having the paycheck to not. And really, that tells me it comes down to you guys, you know, not having a plan. That's I was going to really say one of two things, to. right? Yeah. He either doesn't want to walk away from a job because he doesn't know what he would do with his day. That, well, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that could be the case. Or he's yeah. just afraid of not having the paycheck because he doesn't know, are they going to be fine without it? That's right. Yeah. That's right. And and most of the time what I see, I have seen the first option in the past, but most of the time what I see is that people don't have a plan. So they're they're just nervous about jumping and and making that step into retirement because they don't know that they have enough money to live on for the rest of their life. That's the number one fear of of most retirees is am I going to run out of money? Yeah. You know, before I run out of life. So it comes down to that clear and what I would, you know, just simply suggest just make sure you take some time together. Um, you know, 
know, over the holidays, call an advisor, get something scheduled, make sure that uh, you can, you know, get in maybe first of the year and you'll start working on your plan and, and make sure that it is an option for him yeah. to retire. Yeah, he may find take out, step. right? Yeah. He may find yeah. out. Woohoo, I could actually if I wanted to pull that's the trigger. That's right. Yeah. could have retired five years ago. Yeah. You never know. So. And then if that's the case, Clary, you might find out. Yeah, that's true. If that's the case, you might find out he just doesn't want to do the honeydew list. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> now, yeah, just that's, that's a big teasing. possibility. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> so. just teasing. But no, it's a great yeah. question, Claire. And certainly you can tell that you're concerned and want the man to, uh, to retire and he should enjoy himself. And it could be a number of things, but at least find out the matter. Math, right, Nathan? Because then if you know yeah. financially you're good, yeah. then you could address maybe the psychological or the emotional reasons why. That's right. That's one thing I like about math is it doesn't lie. It tells you exactly the way numbers things are, are numbers. Be. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> well, really good questions. All good questions there this week and, uh, and from everybody. And we yeah. certainly appreciate those. And real fast before we depart, I want to do our financial dictionary again. So yeah. roll that bumper. Don't be afraid. There's no pop quiz. It's just time for the Financial Dictionary. All right, and that sound, of course, is our Financial Dictionary. And so this week's term, uh, Nathan, we try to do these to educate people when they hear certain slang or certain jargon or whatever you want to go with. Uh, Each week we try to do a different word so people kind of get used to it. And this one's a different one. This one's the fang stocks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so do you know what they are? And can yeah, you absolutely. tell us? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So the FANG stocks are, you know, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google. That's what FANG yep. stands Fang, for. So, yep. yeah, that's the five largest companies basically in the world. And we look at those companies and um, we look at what they make up and it's trillions of dollars in value. Crazy. So, yeah, the S&P 500, they're, they're all a part of the S&P 500, which are the 500 largest companies in the United States. And, of course, these companies are all a part of that. In that value, the market value of all those companies is a little over $4 trillion. Wow. All these all these FANG stocks make up over $2 trillion of those $4 trillion. So these five companies are worth as much as the other 495 combined. Wow. And so, yeah, it's crazy the value that these companies have gotten to. But you'll see this a lot. A lot of people have seen it this year, especially yeah. they've been in the news and a lot. Especially they've been taking a lot of volatility this year. They have, yeah. yeah. Facebook, all of them actually are down quite a bit, um, you know, right now anyway. They're tech, down quite a bit. I guess tech stocks is how you typically tech, hear it. Yeah. yeah. That's it, tech stocks. And, you know, Apple and Amazon hit the $1 trillion values each this year. Wow. And just fantastic growth that they've had, phenomenal growth that they've had over the past five years in those companies. And, you know, I, I saw an article, read an article the other day that uh, Jeff Bezos, the, the founder of Amazon, he um, he was talking about that we won't recognize Amazon in five years, the, all the changes that they're going to make and things. So, you know, it's just, it's a fast growing company. They're doing yeah. a lot. <laughs> So yeah, massive. they're coming after every industry, basically. It, it, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's our financial dictionary term for this week, uh, and that's our show for this week, and that's our show for this year. So, Nathan, as always, man, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate yeah. you as always. Yeah. Same here, buddy. And it was it was a good year, and I hope everyone has a fantastic holiday with their family and New Year's. Be safe, have fun, enjoy your time with friends and family. Absolutely, and don't forget, it's not too late to get yourself that complimentary. 
portfolio MRI here through the financial answer. It's uh, never a bad time to get started and to make sure that your financial journey is going the way you want it to be. You can get that second opinion from Nathan, or maybe it's a first opinion, either way you want to go, but you can get that complimentary portfolio MRI, yours to be had by simply calling 855-51-COACH. It's our Christmas present to you, 855-51-COACH. Get yourself on the calendar, come in whenever it's convenient for you. Uh, Call that number, leave your contact information, Nathan will call you back and schedule a time that is convenient for you to stop in and see him. 855-51-COACH. You can visit him in Jackson or Huntington. He's got an office in both locations at O'Brien & Associates, and he's a registered investment advisor and a chartered retirement planning counselor as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave and an all-around good dude. Dave Ramsey, I should say. I figured people knew that. But it's an all-around good guy to talk to as well. So, Nathan, my voice is wearing out, as you can probably tell. So I think it's a great time to hop off of here. I will say happy holidays to you and yours, my friend. And I will see you on the other side. All right. Sounds good. This has been The Financial Answer.